Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Tara Greger is the founder of Breakwell, a company bringing easy and accessible self-care to busy employees. And now, finally, a guest on Money Savage Maximize. Welcome, Tara. Hi, thank you. This is George Grumbacher, and it is time to go. Tara, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure. So I am a single mom of two young girls, which is kind of what started all all of this. So I was working in hospitality. And as you know, we are open 24-7, 365 days a year. (laughs) And I was working in operations, probably on-site 50 hours a week, and never was able to turn off and had two young children. And they were always the last ones to be picked up at daycare. And I realized that I could not keep the pace any longer of what I was doing. Got it. So you said there's got to be a better way. There does. There has to be a better way for employees um, to be able to sustain um, resiliency and to have support from their employers to be able to, you know, be great with family or on the outside personal life um, and with themselves and to be able to be really great employees as well. Got it. So this idea of self-care, can you give me just a definition of what that is? Well, self-care and and really it's about well-being, right? So it can vary between individuals and it can also vary at different stages of your life. What does that mean? Is self-care just something kind of easy, like getting a massage? Or is it looking in a little deeper to figure out what your career path is? Or um, are you happy with what's going on in your career role or your life? And really, you know, we're one whole being and all of it, it all coincides. So it's not just it's not just physical. It's it's emotional. It's it probably could even be spiritual. Probably everything. It is, and so Breakwell really focuses on uh, four different pillars. So we focus on physical, emotional, mental, and social well-being. But one that keeps coming up over and over is actually financial well-being, which I have a feeling is something that you are familiar with. <laughs> it certainly is. Uh, so yeah. okay, and I, I so how, how how long has this been? Is, is this always something that that this idea of self care has that always been around, or is this coming more to the forefront? I do think it is becoming uh, more to the forefront. People are are starting to talk about it even more, and I also think that in the next five years, so it's predominantly female. You hear females talking about 
self-care. But I feel like males are starting to understand that they can also be stressed and talk about it and vulnerable there. And that self-care is something that they also need to address. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Um, so how, how does this typically manifest itself? Um, is it, is it, I have a need to do more self-care all the time to maintain a healthy lifestyle or it's things have gotten out of whack. I'm not happy. I'm stressed. Now I need to start. Well, I think there's always a tipping point and we, we live our daily lives just kind of on this automatic wheel. Right. And it isn't till something triggers us that we realize maybe that there's a, a better way of living or maybe we get really run down. Hopefully it doesn't manifest in a physical form of an illness or an injury, um, but usually that's kind of where the wake-up call is. So it's really about helping people understand that they have a choice prior to that happening or the, the burnout um, and teaching them the skills and the tools to sustain that resiliency that we had talked about and that they they do have a choice in the way that they want to live their life. It doesn't have to be decided for them by their career path or their employer or their personal life. Um, All those things can stay the same, but it's really about their perspective of how they're looking at all of it. Got it. And that certainly makes, makes, makes all the sense in the world. Um, It's, probably true in, in every aspect of our lives. I was just talking to somebody about um, about why it is that, that financial literacy is and financial stuff isn't taught to kids, and a lot of the reasons behind that is just there's not a framework for teaching people how to do it, so it's intimidating so, so they don't do it. And it's probably pretty easy for us, to your point, in with, with modern living today, to just run ourselves right into the ground unless we have the tools to be able to recognize when we need to, to pump the brakes a little bit and then what we can actually do to make sure that, 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 that we don't hit rock bottom. Exactly. And now, you know, you see on Facebook or, or different things, news stories of that they're bringing mindfulness into schools and kids growing up, they're going to be so much more connected to their inner selves. And to be able to, to, to kind of take a pulse on where they're at, be able to listen to, to themselves if, if something's working for them or not working for them, um, they'll be able to know how to really tap into that um, and, and kind of move forward with it. They're going to be so much way more emotionally intelligent than, than we ever were. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't, I think that that's 100% correct. Um, and I was just, you, you mentioned at the top that, that, there are probably more women that are attuned to this than there are men. And I'm sure that that's, that's certainly changing a lot as well. So what, what are some, some, some tools or tactics just talking about the, the, the four primary pillars that, that, that you focus on the physical, the mental, emotional, and social. Let's just start with physical that, that people can be maybe, maybe one of the triggers that they should be looking out for and then what they can be doing to maintain their resiliency. Sure. Well, fatigue and stress um, is really kind of the biggest one and the biggest sign with fatigue and that physical piece of it. And again, that's where people start to kind of recognize, huh, I'm a little bit more tired than I used to be. Um, And that's where they kind of address it. Yeah, I think... (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I've just, I, I've, I don't know that I should be joking about it, but uh, I have a three-year-old and I've essentially just been tired for three years. So that's probably a good trigger <laughs> yeah. right there. Uh, I'm, 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 yeah, not, exactly. I'm not trying to figure out why it is that I'm tired. So is, is that then, you know, you, you, you want to then provide people with resources on how to get a better night's sleep or how, how does, how, 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 how do you help with that? Sure. So actually Breakwell goes into companies and we do the assessment piece with the employees. So we ask the employees, what do they care about? Where are they at? What is a struggle for them? So we help identify that gap in that personal and professional development, uh, focusing on well-being. So well-being to me is anything that really creates stress in somebody's life. So is that that they're not getting enough sleep? Maybe that they don't know that that's important and that's going to affect them down the line. Um, so we, everything is custom built for that company. And we roll out a roadmap of where that company needs to start and starting to bring in the right program. So Breakwell then acts as a broker and we bring in all the right resources. So we just do the assessment and the evaluating piece and then have all the vetted wellness professionals that we bring into the companies to really to, to give them the nudges um, for people to take their own self-care and their own well-being into into their lives. Got it. Well, that certainly makes sense because just like every individual is different, every company is going to be different and your employees are going to be engaged in, in different things. If it's a, a medical practice versus if it's um, an HVAC company, there's, they're going to be different and have different needs. So I appreciate that. Okay. Exactly. So what I think that, that, that every company would probably, I think most people appreciate the, and, 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 and want to have healthy and resilient employees, but what, what kind of companies do you find are, 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 are more embracing this? So I have found that smaller companies are digging into this. And I have found that companies right around the size of 40 employees, something happens in companies right about that growth size, that the owner or the visionary of a company had a vision for a product or service and started a company. And now the company is growing and now all of a sudden you have 40 employees and now you're not focusing on the growth of the employees, but you're focusing, focusing on the growth. I'm sorry. You're focusing on the growth of your employees, not the growth of your company. Mm -hmm. And something happens right about that time where things start to, the turmoil starts happening or people want a career path. There's just some fallout that happens there. So I noticed that's when, that's when companies start to, to contact me. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. Sort of that, I don't want to call it an inflection point, but that point where, where it, it grows from just being a great idea and something that's then viable to to your point exactly. This is a place where you can have a career, and we need real benefits and create a positive culture and do things to really support and help our employees. So I think that that definitely exactly. makes sense. So looking at it in a, a holistic viewpoint and looking at your human potential, um, but on through the lens of being human to human, you know, not through the the motive of you're going to be able to lower health care costs or cut things this way. People just want to be looked at as human 
and be supported from that piece and feel like they're heard and valued by their employers. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. This is not something that you should do just because you want to check a box or you want lower insurance premiums, even though I'm sure that those would be positive byproducts of it. It's a matter of you want to help people flourish and have the best possible lives and and, and all that good and important stuff. Um, And that is when your employees will stay with you and they will do whatever they want for the growth of your company. Yeah, that's 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 a real thing, right? They feel like this is a place that is investing in me, and they really do care about me. And that's exactly. yeah. <clears throat> is there a reason a company wouldn't do this? I think some companies are just not there yet. This is always on the bottom of the pile, but because well-being is becoming such a huge initiative in companies, um, they're they're starting to listen. You know, the wellness program from 20 years ago are completely different than what Breakwell is doing now. So I think people have that still in their mindset of somebody wants me to walk or do a walking challenge because they want the healthcare costs to go down. And this is, is framing it in a totally different paradigm. So really, yeah, okay. So moving away from what people are accustomed to with wellness and just, so yeah. talk, talk to me more about that. Sure. Well, and I think the reason why some companies are not doing it is they have checked a box. They're like, we have a wellness program. Our benefits company has Mm -hmm. a wellness program. But I can guarantee that most of the people are not using it. In fact, when I talk to most employees, they have no idea what the wellness program actually is. So if it's not being utilized, it's not being effective. And why is that? I, I understand that if nobody's using it, it's not effective, but <laughs> is it just because yeah, and this is, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That That's actually where we dig in. Why aren't they using it? Is it a communication piece? Do they hear about it once in orientation that's never brought up again? Do they know how to access it? Um, do the middle managers or their supervisors actually know about it? So everything is coming from the top down. So also like the culture piece that you were talking about. So if upper management or leadership is also not participating in doing it, if it's not thread through the culture of a company, it's not going to come from the ground up either. Nobody's going to care about it. No, I, I can't imagine that that an initiative like this would be successful from 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 the bottom up. It definitely probably needs to come from the top down. So. Yep. And actually, the way that we kind of look at it is it has to come from both sides to meet in the middle to figure out what the values are of the company and what the values are of the employees. And right in the middle is where those two things should match. Got it. Yeah, yeah. You could have the CEO who says, here's how it's going to be, and pushing these programs down on people that just aren't interested and that's not going to work and, and vice versa. No. Uh, so I think that, that that makes all the sense in the world. Um, sure. And, and, and yes, and I, I, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say, and I think so. what usually happens is um, the employers bring things in. Let's say they're like, we're going to bring in yoga because we heard Google brought in yoga and it was very successful. But they don't ever ask the employees. Again, that kind of leads to the, the underutilization piece of it. Or they ask and then they never take action. So there comes that trust piece with it. So again, if, if 
companies aren't spending the time to focus on this, which most of them don't have the time to do because they have many other things on their plate, um, then it's a program's never actually going to get up and running. That can be measurable with benchmarks for them to see the success of it. Got it. Yeah, it's so important. And I think you know, why is it when, when when people hear that you need to get feedback? Is that that sounds like a lot of work? That's not. That's why I'm. Uh, why, that's why we don't do that. Or why 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 wouldn't people ask? I think sometimes they're scared to know, um, or they think that it's going something's going to stir up, or something's going to come out that's going to be negative. And if there's something negative going on, it, it's underlying there anyway, and it's just being talked about, and it's actually um, affecting probably really good employees, like let's say it's gossip in the workplace or interpersonal relationships, and they just don't, they think if they don't know about it, it's not going on. But those things are always going to bubble up eventually. So this is, again, putting it, putting it in a really safe place and a platform for us to hear and uncover what those employees value and us to kind of spin it in a way for the company to hear about it so they can start to take action and be able to um, bring in the right resources to make some change. Yeah. It's, it's that it, everything you said makes all the sense in the world. It's just a matter of being intentional about it and finding out, what the areas that need improvement really are. And then once you know that and you've got people telling you that, then you can bring the resources mm-hmm. in, but you got to start exactly. with that. Absolutely. Very good. Well, Tara, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Ask your employees before you start. So deliberately invest in the well-being of your employees who so know what they care about and start there, even if it's simple. But listen to them. They just want to feel heard. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Just got to <laughs> listen. Two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? That's right. <laughs> well, Tara, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you, and how can companies engage with Breakwell? Sure. You can contact us or look at our website at breakwellstl.com. Or you can contact me directly at Tara at BreakwellSTL.com. We are also on all of the social media platforms as BreakwellSTL. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Tara your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to BreakwellSTL.com. Check out all the great resources. Learn more about the company and what they're working on. I'll list all the social media in the notes of the show as well. Thank you again, Tara. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.